Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Right now, your photography business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. In this podcast, we talk about how you can be more productive, organize your business in order to have success without burnout. We focus on growing your business in the most sustainable way so you can focus on the parts of your life that matter most. And with that being said, I have Charlie on the podcast today. I think I found you through your podcast, which is called The Creative Business Plan, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I messaged you on Instagram, which is going to be funny because we're going to talk a little bit about how we don't like Instagram for marketing, but we still use <laughs> <Yes>. it, right? <laughs> yep. We love it, but hate it. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship. We uh, started talking and we realized that we're like super aligned with our business beliefs, which is always so refreshing, right? Like to find someone else. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but have you ever either been on someone else's podcast or on had a guest on your podcast and like halfway through, you're like, oh no, why am I here? And we are not vibing. Thankfully, I haven't had that happen yet, but I'm sure it happens to everyone eventually. So <laughs> I was a guest on a podcast and I don't think she ever aired my episode um, that I interviewed with her. And I really don't blame her because like I was like, I just knew I was like, this is terrible. Like we are completely different. So I'm really glad she didn't hear it. Anyways, um, <laughs> before we get into the goods, will you introduce yourself to everybody? Absolutely. Um, I'm Charlie Van Amberg. I've got two businesses, so I am a full-time wedding photographer with my business, Modern Moments Photography. And then I also have the Creative Business Plan, which is like courses, templates, and a podcast, the Creative Business Plan for Photographers. And it really focuses in on the business and marketing side of things. Which we all need, I think, as photographers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we're so good at the creative aspect and it's the it's the business that kind of like stumps people. But honestly, I kind of like the business side better than the creative side lately, which is kind of weird. But I think there is creativity in the business stuff, but we'll, we can talk about that later. <laughs> that's really where I thrive is like the business side of things. And when I was a new photographer, I was like, there is a million different options for like how to edit and how to shoot and how to pose. But I felt like there wasn't as much business content that I needed. And I was like, mm-hmm. can someone just tell me how to run a business? Yes. I, I can't. I, you don't even want to see how I ran my business the first eight years that I did it. <laughs> it <was laughs> so bad. Where are you located? Where do you live? I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <gasps> we're not far away from each other. Oh, really? Oh, where are so- you? I'm in Dallas. Okay. Um, I started my business in Denver and then we just moved to Oklahoma in November. Oh, so you're like really new there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we didn't get that far in our conversation on Instagram to find out where each other lives. We just liked each other. (laughs) I'm really excited about our topic today. We are talking about how marketing can support balance in your business. And I know a lot of times photographers feel like marketing is the bane of their existence, like we've kind of already talked about. Um, It really doesn't have to be. It's actually a lot more simple than I think people make it out to be. So can you tell us a little bit about how marketing can support balance in our lives? Yeah. One thing that is very similar about us is that we really have an importance on finding balance in our businesses between having that business that you really want to have with the income that you want to have, but still having that ability to be present in your life. And this is something that a lot of new photographers struggle with. And I struggled hardcore with this when I started my business. The first several years, I was just in the hustle, hustle, hustle mindset. I'll do anything and everything and take as much as I can. And I was just burned out. I was tired all the time. And I felt like I miss so much life. You know, I miss so much time with my family. I miss so many things, so many activities. I was like, I can't 
go to a fall pumpkin patch. I can't go to the fall fair. Like I don't have time for that. And I just let so much of my life pass me by. So I was really like, okay, how can we bring this back? How can we find balance in our lives? And I feel like so many photographers equate marketing to social media. And that is the wrong mindset because in my mind, social media is not marketing for your business. It's just a little piece of the puzzle, but it shouldn't be your marketing strategy. We need other strategies that all support each other, but strategies that are going to work kind of behind the scenes in your business where you're not having to be hands-on all the time. Because that's kind of the problem with social media is you get into like the constant content creation mindset. Like, okay, every single day I have to post. What do I want to post? What do I... And it's just exhausting, honestly. And I don't have the time or the bandwidth or desire to do that anymore. So really coming up with the right marketing strategy can help support that balance in your business. So you feel like you can kind of step back from your social media and kind of step back from some of the marketing aspects because you've already got them set up and they are kind of running in the background of your business. I like to say I want to make money while I sleep. And that's how all my my bookings happen while I, you know, I'm not even checking. I don't have to do this back and forth with people mm-hmm. to get my bookings because I have it all set up, right? So what other than social media, I know everyone thinks that social media is like the marketing. Like I have to have social media. I have to have a good content plan. And um, every time someone comes to me, they're like, I need a good content plan. I need to know how to post better. I'm like, nope, that's not what we're going to do at all. Um, <laughs> what is your method? Like where do you suggest people start? Yeah. And when it comes to social media, kind of my mindset is if I get leads from social media, that's great, but that's not my purpose with social media. Honestly, I really use social media to connect with my current clients, my existing clients, and further those relationships. So many people show up the first time I meet them. They're like, I feel like I already know you. Are are we best friends? Because you're on social media all, you know, in your stories and stuff like that. And so I try to not use social media. Like if I don't post today, I'm not going to get a lead. Instead, it's like, eh, if I don't post today, whatever, like it's not a big deal. They, I they missed out like, on this one. Yeah. I'm posting like seven days. Like I'm yeah. like, eh, they, they missed longer. out on this one know. aspect of my yeah. life. No big deal. Like, yeah. um, so you kind of need to get out of that mindset that you're posting to get leads and that is going to help you so much. I really, so I am a wedding photographer, but this really works for any type of photography. I use a mixture of blogging, Google and SEO and Pinterest. They all work hand in hand. They all work together. Um, I do use some other things like I do have email marketing set up in my business, but I feel like that's a whole topic in itself. So really today is, I think that blogging is a huge content creation pillar in my business. And my motto is like, work smarter, not harder. So I always start with blogging, all of my sessions, my weddings. um, I create a blog post that goes out with their gallery. And from there, I can use that blog post. I've already created the content. I've already written about the couple. I can use those photos on social media. I don't have to sit there and say, hmm, okay, what do I need to write about? I've already written it. Um, So that's kind of what people say repurposing content is. And then we're going to take those blog posts. We're going to post them to Pinterest. And Pinterest is really a driver of traffic to your website. And 
it can be a very good strategy for your business. And then blogging itself, I talk about blogging on my own podcast all the time. I'm just, I think everybody should be blogging. If you're listening to this right now and you're not, you should absolutely start because blogging does so many things. I feel like I see this all the time in groups. People are like, okay, well, like, can I hire someone for my SEO? Or like, what do I need to do for SEO? Like what? And I'm like, just start blogging and you will see a huge difference because blogging is going to drive traffic to your website. If we're being honest, you know, you send someone your website, they're going to look at your portfolio, your pricing, but they're not really going to spend that much time on your website. And the more time that someone spends on your website, the better it is at boosting your SEO because Google is like, oh, hey, there's a lot of people that are spending a lot of time on this website. And so it's going to help boost your SEO because they're going to be on there reading a blog post or hopefully more than one. And um, so that helps boost your SEO. But blogging also gives you the opportunity to be found. Um, So if you're, for example, a wedding photographer, if you went to Google right now and searched a wedding venue in your area, on the first page, you're obviously going to have their own listings. But below that, it's going to be blog posts of like photographers and wedding planners who have blogs at that venue of weddings at that venue, which is really powerful because you're getting in front of your ideal audience when they're in the beginning stages of booking their weddings, planning their weddings. But the same also goes for like portrait photographers. If you have someone goes to Google and they're looking for fall family photos, your blog post, not your main website, your blog post that you wrote about fall photos is way more likely to show up because it's more specific than your website is. Yeah. Um. Let me put an example there. So mm-hmm. let's say people are like looking for best fall activities or something like that. You as a photographer could totally do top five fall activity, family activities in DFW. And if, and then you can share that with people in groups, it's going to be like, it's going to be something that is valuable for people and they're going to click on it. And even though it's not about photography necessarily, it's going to help boost your website, right? Because you're getting these clicks and then people are like, wow, I really like their work. Let me click on it some more. Let me click on this page and they're going to spend a lot of time and you're going to get boosted up in the rankings. So it doesn't exactly. always have it's to just, be like reblogging a session when everyone's like, here's a beautiful session. No one cares. No one cares about that beautiful session. They want to know stuff, right? Like, yeah, informative posts mm-hmm. and blog posts do great because they don't necessarily have to. Honestly, it doesn't even matter if they already have a photographer. They're still driving traffic to your website, which is good for you in finding new potential clients. Um, because when what I happens knew- when someone goes to Google, like, let's say you you have this use RF our fall activities guide uh mm-hmm. blog post sorry <laughs> my parents are always in disorder. you're very well spoken by the way and <laughs> Thank um you. people are gonna be like wow i can't listen to Brittany's podcast anymore she doesn't know how to talk i'm gonna go listen to charlie's <laughs> now um yes too she probably sounds a lot better on her podcast anyways <laughs> so let's use our our fall blog real quick so let's say just people who aren't even going to use you and they already have a photographer but then when someone goes and types in dallas fall family photographer, you're going to be more likely to pop up on an earlier page for people. So uh, new people are going to be able to find you. That's, you think I'm on the right page there? Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) And there's always the opportunity that people are like, 
well, I need to save this person for next year because mm-hmm. I kind of like them better than the photographer that I already hired yeah. for this year. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always opportunities, but really just driving website traffic to your website through your blog post, it's really going to help the SEO organically without you having to pay for it or pay someone to do it. Mm-hmm. And then Pinterest really goes hand in hand with that because you're going to take pictures or informative posts and make pins on Pinterest that are going to lead back to your blog post. And that's just going to drive more traffic to your website. Um, so Pinterest and blogging kind of really go hand in hand in boosting your website traffic, boosting your SEO organically. So I moved from Denver to Oklahoma in November. And I started working like several months before I moved. I started working on any blog post that I could. I only had like a couple local sessions and weddings, but I went through and I kind of did all the SEO for my website. I did any blog posts I could, like interviews with wedding planners that I could turn into blog posts and start pinning them on Pinterest. And I moved in November and by spring, I was on the second page of Google already for wedding photographers in my area. So it really does work. And the thing is, you're not having to constantly create content like you do with social media. It allows Mm -hmm. you to step back from your business because I don't have to continue. Like I still create blog posts for all of my sessions, but that's just when I have a session. It's not every single day, something new, but those things will continue to work for me. People are going to continue to type in Tulsa wedding photographer and they're going to find me. I also want to mention, I feel like everyone's like, how do I get on the first page? How do I get on the first page? And honestly, I don't think you need to get on the first page. It doesn't really matter. The second, third, even fourth page are great. The first page is going to be like, you know, your ads, people who are paying for spots to be there. You're not going to get in front of that. Big companies like Wedding Wire, The Knot, any like big local companies, they're going to be listed first. And then you've got people's addresses, like it shows up on the map. Below that, there's only like a handful of spots that are on the first page, but Google has kind of revamped. So they don't have pages anymore. You just keep scrolling and it Mm -hmm. starts popping up, you know, starts populating more options. So there's not really pages anymore and how it's laid out on Google currently. So I have always kind of been on the second page and I get over half of my leads from Google. And I'm not having to do anything. I'm not relying on social media saying like, oh, if I don't post today, what if I don't get a lead? What if I miss somebody? I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's working in the background. I've done my work. Mm-hmm. You know, as I make new blog posts, it helps, but I've done the work. I've laid that foundation. And now Google's, it's just going to continue to work for me. People are going to continue to find me on Google. And I have had a lot of inquiries of people finding me on Pinterest as well and saying that's how they found me. Yeah, I've got, I've started getting uh, more inquiries um, on Pinterest as well. And when I started using Pinterest, it wasn't with the intention of getting bookings. It was just with the intention of driving traffic to my website, and um, which helped a lot because then I moved up on the rankings in uh, on Google. I think my newborn page, my newborn page, depending on what you're Googling, I'm anywhere between 20 to 60, ranked 20 to 60, which, you know, is people, like you said, people are just going to scroll. It doesn't matter. They're going to get there and I get booking. So <laughs> we're good there. So how how can 
we use Pinterest to either get bookings or drive traffic to our websites. Yeah. So we're going to drive traffic through sending them to our blog posts. They're getting onto our blog posts. They're looking through our work saying, ooh, I really love this person. I love what they're doing. So we're driving traffic that way. One thing that we need to know about Pinterest, it's a not instant gratification. It's a long-term strategy. Most people, if you think about your own habits, if you're on Pinterest, you probably have like a bajillion boards and you're planning things, but you don't necessarily need them right now. You're like, ooh, I'll just save that for whenever I'm ready. Like, I'm pregnant, but I don't need a new newborn photographer yet, or I'm not pregnant, but here's newborn, you know, ideas or people are getting inspiration for their wedding before they're ever even engaged. Like me, I was like, I'm not engaged, but I have my wedding all planned out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're not necessarily going to reach out to you the second that they see your your mm-hmm. pin and go to your website. It's more of a long-term strategy. They're going to pin your pin. And then they're going to start seeing more of them. You know, you're going to continue to show up more and more in their feed. You're going to get in front of them. And when they're ready, when they're in the right phase to book you, whether it's for fall photos, maybe they pinned that in December and they have to wait until fall until they get their fall photos. Like, so well, they because are- when you're in the fall or like going out, of, even going out of the fall, you're seeing a lot more of those fall mm-hmm. pins, right? You're not seeing the summer pins. You're not seeing the spring pins. You're seeing those fall pins. So it's at top of mind for Pinterest. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. No. And it's really, you know, people are using it for inspiration and they're using it for planning. So they're just not always in the right phase of their planning to say, oh, hey, this looks pretty. Let me book this right now. They're going to sit on that. They're going to think on that. They're going to see more of your stuff and eventually they'll book you. But Pinterest is good for long term. I have pins from years ago Mm -hmm. that still get saved and seen and add traffic to my website from years ago. So don't say like, my style has changed. Maybe I need to delete these or, you know, they're going to continue to work for you. Just keep pinning. I know a lot of Pinterest experts will say like, you need to be pinning every day and you need to be doing multiple pins a day. And I'm like, there's a reason that I don't want to be on social media every day. This doesn't help me balance out life by you saying that I need to pin every single day. So I'll be honest, I don't do that. I just, after I have a blog post to pin, I go in and pin it. And that's about it. I do that. I don't know. I probably have 10 times a month that I go in and pin because that's about how many weddings and sessions I would have to blog. Um, But beyond that, I'm not pinning every single day. I do. I do. I don't pin every single day, but I have pins published every single day. So Mm -hmm. I pin 100 times a month because the more the merrier when it comes to Pinterest. So, I mean, yeah. you're it's working. Obviously, it's working like pinning only when you have blogs. But I go at the beginning of the month and I just like go through all any of the blogs, any whatever I've done. And I pin 100 pens <laughs> for the month. Yes. And I'm done. Yeah. And it gets scheduled. That, I mean, schedule it. I, when I first heard that you have to pin like every day, 10 times a day on Pinterest, I was like, I'm sorry, what? What mm-hmm. are you talking about? But then I was like, oh, wait, you can schedule this. And it's really yeah. easy. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Now that, we're talking. <laughs> that helps. That helps a lot. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I just don't have the bandwidth for 100 pins, like even if they're Mm -hmm. scheduled, just start somewhere like all of these things. Start with one or two blogs. Start with, you know, a couple pins here and there. Just get started. Don't feel like you have to dive off into the deep end from the get go. Like you just want to get the ball going and get started. Um, Within the last 
I've really started focusing more on Pinterest this year than I have in the past. And I'm about 63,000 views a month, which is not bad. That's really good. Um, for only working on it for like five months. Yeah. yeah going okay. less than a oh, year. That's good. Yeah. For like half of a year, really focusing on it, going from like 5,000 views a month to 62, 63,000. And it goes up every single day. So mm-hmm. even when I'm not pinning, they're still working for me. I'm still getting views on the content that we've got on Pinterest. I think so. I've been doing Pinterest for two years now and it's going really well. <laughs> but I think there was one period of time where I was just like, I'm tired. I don't have any blogs to put, or I did. I had blogs. I just didn't feel like it. I had to like cut my VA for a few months um, who was helping me blog and stuff like that. But um, I didn't even dip like because I had all those old pens that were still working mm-hmm. for me. So I actually went up even though I wasn't pinning because people were interested in whatever it was that I had pinned in the past. But like you said, it's a long term it's long-term gratification. It's not instant gratification like social media, but it works so much harder for you than, yeah. than Instagram and does. I'm about to go on maternity leave and I'm not worried at all about being on social media while I'm doing it. Like I'll post some things on it, but I'm like, I don't really care that much because I know my Pinterest is working for me. I know my blog posts are working for me. I know I show up on Google. I've already put these things in place and they're going to continue to work for me while I can step away. I can take that time to be with my family and have a new baby and not have to worry about posting on social media all the time. And because the previous me would be like, oh my gosh, I still need to post every single day. Otherwise, I'm not going to get leads because that's the only thing that I have going in my business is social media. Mm -hmm. So if social media is the only thing that you've got going on in your business, you really need to start incorporating other things so that you can try and move towards having more of a balance in your business. So you're not just social media all the time. Yeah. It's, it's exhausting. It really is. And that's why so many people are so frustrated and they're just not growing in their business because they think that they have to use social media to grow. And it's just not the truth. How many times do you blog a month? Honestly, I just blog when I have things. I don't have a set amount. Have, so, like, okay. Average. Nope. so I don't have a set amount. Um, I would say I do probably like six weddings a month. So I would have those six weddings and then any engagement sessions a couple a month, I would add those in there as well. So I would say probably around 10. Ooh, and that's then a lot. <laughs> I, I don't make it too difficult. You don't need like a giant 2000 word Mm-hmm. blog post. It doesn't need to be anything crazy. For me though, it really helps. I make it part of my workflow so that I get it done. I don't put it off because when we put things off, we tend to not do it. So I will not deliver a gallery unless the blog post is done. The blog post gets delivered with the gallery, no exceptions. So that. that's kind of lights a fire under me that I have to get it done. And kind of, I'll drop a little secret for you. Um, This is more for wedding photographers than it is portraits, but I send my couples a questionnaire for their blog posts. So they basically write the blog post for me. Yes. Oh my gosh. I do the same thing after my sessions with clients. If I had a really good session that I want to blog, I don't blog all of them because, you know, Mm -hmm. a portrait photographer's um, work, we have a lot more sessions if we're lucky. Um, But I do the same thing. I ask them a little questionnaire, like, how was it working with me? What was your favorite part? And they write the blog post for me. It's the best why are we the same person? <laughs> People are yep, so confused. So like, who's Brittany and who's Charlie on this? Work smarter, not harder. Send them a questionnaire. Have them talk about their session or their wedding. Use that to write the blog post. 
then you're going to use what you already wrote to post on social media. So stop working so hard trying to reinvent the wheel, trying to get fresh new content for every single thing. Just repurpose what you're already what you already have from your blog post. Yeah, I'm looking at your blogs right now and they look fantastic and I can see what you're talking about how they how you they wrote it for you like you're going you're mm-hmm. talking about your wedding and you're talking about how they met and then talking about like all their like first dates and stuff like that so that's really mm-hmm. fun and you just took it and you repurposed it into a blog post um and then you included your venue which is backlinks which we haven't even talked about um the videographer, you link to them because Google likes it when you link to other people and when, when they link to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you even link to your own self. So you let's see what happens whenever I click this at the bottom of your blog post. It links to your wedding page. <laughs> so that's super smart. One, Google likes it whenever people spend a lot of time on your website. And so if they're clicking through different pages on your website, it's going to keep them there longer until and it tells Google that your website's good. People aren't immediately clicking off of it and they want to stick around there. So um, I'm going to share your website in the show notes so people can kind of like go peek around and see how you do things. It's a beautiful website, by the way. Thank Very you. well done. Thank you. So anyways, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us about uh, marketing your business more intuitively to create balance in your life? I would just say my biggest advice is just to get started. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, things will constantly be changing and evolving as your business grows, as you learn more. Just get started. Start with some blogs. Start with Pinterest and work on SEO. Um, When it comes to SEO, we really talked about SEO and how it is with blogging. But doing the SEO on your website is not hard. You don't necessarily need to hire someone for that. It really, I promise you, is just kind of time consuming, but it's not hard at all. And so you can easily go and figure out how to do that or get someone to help you if you want. But really just get started. That's my biggest advice. Even if it's not perfect, just start. Mm-hmm. Yep, Nothing um, will ever be perfect in your business ever. Even if you think it will be, it will never be perfect. And that's okay because done is better than perfect yes. in my oh opinion. My Seriously. Like, this is very eerie talking to you because I'm like, I say these <laughs> same things. <laughs> is there, um, how can photographers connect with you? What uh, resources do you have? Tell us anything that you have that will help people. Yeah, I've got a couple things. Um, One thing that I offer is kind of like the heart and soul of the creative business plan is called the Wedding Mentor Course. It's basically a how to run and market a wedding photography business. And it goes in depth to every single aspect of how I run my business, including how I market my business and SEO and websites, all of that. And for the listeners here today, I will give you guys 10% off of that course. And you can use the code Brittany Renee for that. So she can put that in the show notes. And then I also have a really exciting project that is coming up, launching in January of 2024. It is called the Workshop Collective. And it is a monthly membership that's $35 for photographers of any niche. So it's not specific to wedding photographers. So the Workshop Collective and every single month you get a new workshop usually about an hour long on a different business and marketing topic. Um, So that's kind of the two big things that I have going on. 
And you have a podcast. And, oh, yes, the yes. Creative. I <laughs> yes, forgot it was I have creative. The creative business plan is my podcast. And um, you can find me there on social media. It's under Charlie Van Amberg. And my website is thecreativebusinessplan.com. Perfect. And I will link all those links at the bottom of the show notes so people can find it easily. <laughs> all right. It was really nice chatting with you. And I can't wait to connect with you more over the months because I feel like we're just going to be besties now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for having me today.